out of time, so I'm going to tell you one story before I sit down. I have two movies that are my favorite of all time. One of them is The Godfather. Yeah, right. And one of them is The Wizard of Oz. I was watching this Wizard of Oz movie one day, and I watched it again, and I watched it again because, you know, I, I started seeing Alcoholics Anonymous all through this movie. Now, I don't know about you, but it makes sense to me. I think somebody read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and then wrote the movie The Wizard of Oz. Because listen to this, in 1939, the big book came out. In 1939, The Wizard of Oz came out. How does this movie start off? It's all in black and white. That's how my life was before God sent me to you, right? Now, the story's about some little alcoholic named Dorothy, right? <laughs> you know, she's having a big problem. They're having a big intervention for her in the living room, trying to take away the most important thing in her life. What was that most important thing? What the hell was Toto, a short dog? I don't know. <laughs> so she says, you know, she takes her will and her life in her own hands, and she says, you know what, I'm out of here. Sound familiar? She starts heading down that dirt road. Now, who's the first person she meets? The professor. Who the hell is this untreated Al-Anon? He's looking at his Al-Anon crystal ball saying, Annie M is sick and dying, and it's all your fault, you damn alcoholic. He puts an Al-Anon Al not working in the program and guilt trip on her. So, it's right in the movie, he sends her right back where she came from, right? Taking a trip, not taking a trip. Now, they don't show this in the movie because of the kids, but you know she stopped at the bar for a couple of short dogs or two before she went to face them, right? And right after she's drunk, well, here's the next scene. It's just right out of the book. The alcoholics like the tornado ripping through the lives of their loved ones. It's right in the book. She's drunk. Now, they're all having an Al-Anon meeting down in the cellar. She's trying to get in. Let me in. I'm like, go to meeting, you drunk. Call your sponsor. So she goes in the house, and she bumps her head and goes into a blackout. Oh, no, no. It gets better. She's on the bed with what, Alkies? The spins, trying to put one foot down to stop the madness. Now, when she wakes up, she's right in the middle of that tornado, the wreckage of her life. She's looking out the window, seeing everybody she hurt. N.E.M., the farm man, step seven, I can't do it. Who's the last person she sees in that tornado? Herself, the wicked witch of the east. That's just her after a couple of short dogs or two. Now, when she lands, you know she lands in a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous because all of a sudden it's all in color and they're all happy, joyous, and free. And being the good meeting that it is, they get her a sponsor, which is Glenda, the good witch of the north, right? And what's the first thing she asks her sponsor? Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I'm not a witch at all, denial. Now, she wants to get back home because she's sorry and she wants to make amends, but she doesn't know how, so she says, what do I do? She says, well, you've got to find a higher power. A higher power, what's that? Well, we use the wizard. How do I do this? She goes, well, you've got to follow the yellow brick road. Treads road to happy destiny. Sound familiar? She goes, well, how do I do that? She says it in the movie, read it. She says, it's always best to start from the beginning. That's just step one, isn't it? So she starts heading for the, for the Emerald City, which is really the promises on page 83 in disguise. Now, who's the first person she meets? Some newcomer without a brain. <laughs> I don't know about you. I always had a brain. I just never knew how to use it until God sent me to you, and you sent me to go trudge that road and work those steps. So these two hook up. I guess where two or more gathered, there he'll be, right? So they're trudging the yellow brick road, heading for the Emerald City, which is really the promises in disguise. 
Who's the next person they meet? The Tin Man. Some guy without a heart. I don't know about you. I always thought I knew what love was, and it wasn't in between the sheets, but when you guys sent me to trudge that road and work those steps, I found out what real love is. So these three hook up, heading for the promises, and I guess they're coming up on 30 days because they're going to that spooky forest, right? <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. But the real song was pot and pills and booze, oh no. And they're all about ready to get drunk, but what happens? They meet the newest newcomer of them all. Some guy didn't have any courage to stay sober. They had to stay sober for him. And I'll tell you what, I thought I knew what courage was, gunning and running, running and shooting people up. But you guys taught me what real courage was by sending me to that, rudge, that, that road to trudge those steps and work it and find out what was really going on. So, they hook up. They're heading for the promises, the Emerald City. They could see it. It's right there. They're probably on step seven. There's only one problem. What's between them and the Emerald City? Poppies. So they make heroin out of it. What wakes them up? A little snow? I don't know. Got a monkey on your back, Scarecrow? And how about that curtain patrol music? No, 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 no. I know the cops are out there, right? <laughs> Finally, they get to the promises, the Emerald City, and now they meet the person that I love the most, and that's the wizard. And who the hell is this wizard? Some guy wearing a gangster hat and a trench coat, hiding behind the curtain, pretending to be something he's not out here. I love him. <laughs> And at the, end of the, at the end of the movie, she finally calls her sponsor, stupid. She have called a lot earlier. She have got some help. And when her sponsor comes, what does she tell her? Honey, you've always had the power to go home. What do you mean I've had the power to go home? In those ruby red slippers, and inside those slippers were her feet, where she took the steps. See, and in 1939, the very first big book of Alcoholics Anonymous was not blue. This is a replica. It was ruby red. And inside this book are the steps that she took to recover. Now, by the way, how does she get home? Click your heels how many times? Three. Step one. Step two. Step three. God could and would if you were sought. And when she believes in that, she's sent home and, and her family's restored. And she's in that room loving them and, she, and they're loving her. And what does she say? The best part of the movie. You know what? There's no place like home. There's no place like home, and this is my home, and I'm never, ever leaving you again. And all I can tell you is this, is that, you know what, for me, there's no place like home. This is my home, and you are my family, and I'm never, ever leaving. Thanks for having me.